So, I know if you kill somebody and we discuss it ahead of time, it's premeditated, right? Uh, generally um, speaking, you don't want to talk about it at all. And they can't get you on anything. But if you're talking like hypotheticals... Yes, absolutely wait, hypothetical. It is super illegal if I were to say, I want to kill Gary Barker. Okay. That, right. that, that, is, that is illegal. It is illegal for me to say... Kids, go kill Gary Barker. No, good, no, good. you're absolutely... But me <laughs> yes. saying that it's illegal to say, kids, go kill Gary Barker, that is perfectly legal. legal. Yes, perfectly okay. legal, because I'm not telling the kids to sit well, to go kill Gary Barker. Of course not. We would never endorse telling people to go kill Gary, Gary Barker. Barker. Yeah, yes, exactly. No, no, okay. like, right. Perfectly well, legal. And, it's, and, also, it's also legal if, if I were to say, kids... And if Stephanie were to say go, and if you were to say kill, kill and I were to say Gary Barker, yes, yes. that perfectly legal. Okay. Not not a jury in the world. <laughs> guys, well, fortunately, guys, what the fuck? Well, you know, I'm just saying we have never said on air that we were going to kill anybody, yeah, um, no. or stab them to death, or anything like that there oh. was talk of stabbing but there was no death involved yeah, exactly uh, just just painful mutilation right yeah involving a pencil yeah uh, it, 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 exactly. it is illegal to say kids go kill gary barker it is not illegal to say that he lives off of <laughs> this has been censored for legal reasons road <laughs> uh, and that he keeps his doors unlocked oh we're, we're recording, right? <laughs> uh, no, we're not. We're, okay, we're, good, we're, good, good, good. We'll, we'll fix it in post. See, it's, it's showing a red light, and I think red <laughs> means stop, so it's like... We're good, we're good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, well, dear. let's go ahead and begin. Um, y'all may have noticed this is a different voice than Gary Barker, completely unrelated to any of our previous conversation. Um, we want to say welcome to the Emergency Administering Podcast, where the GM finally made too many dead family jokes, so the party... Now, I can't say that. We didn't old yeller him. Um, for legal reasons, he will be back in the near future. I, I don't know. Is old yeller, is old yeller like public domain? Because we might be in the clear there. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we um, gently unalived him until he returns. <laughs> I think I think that yeah. is uh, I mean acceptable. And, yeah, I, I'm not a lawyer, so not legal advice, but uh, <laughs> but we're good. We're, we're good. good. We're good. Well, we want to say hey, thanks for joining us this time. I am going to be the guest GM. It is Mike. Um, here, I generally play Iacus. Um, we are going to take some uh, a quick little break <laughs> from our standard um, Galdrian. Just saved his family. Well, found out about his family. I don't want to. Is it spoilers at this point, right? It's all live. Um, there were hugs and genies involved. That's all I remember. Um, <laughs> Take a small break before we hit it, head into Suna's adventure in the forest. I mean, and whatever chaos that's going to be. Yeah, assuming, of course, that Gary is realived by then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Not we, that I know anything about We have to get that, that wish spell working pretty soon. Um, but as far as Suna, I know y'all will have to wait just a little bit longer for the murder and mayhem. I mean, the entirely original and uh, Disney. Can I say Disney? T- 
totally original and big company with an animal mascot. I think that's general enough. You mean like yes. uh, General Mills? Uh, no, no, that's that, that's Quaker Oats. Uh, oh shit! <laughs> All right. Well, we will be adventuring in the cipher system today, um, and so uh, we are actually going to begin um, and take the setting back to the 1950s. Um, or a bastardization thereof, because uh, none of us were alive in the 1950s. Says you. I mean, Gary definitely wasn't alive in the 1950s. Hell, he's not even alive. Oh, uh, for, yeah, 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 yeah. No, we, we come to a, a small town out in the wilderness of South Texas for, why not, um, by the name of Ben Elliott. Um there have been some disquieting things happening um, in this small rural town. Um, and we find our party, shall we say it, dispersed and converging upon the town. The first person we meet is really an oddity in the 50s. It's a government agent. And she has just rolled into town. This agent goes by the name of Samantha Delight. She she really is counter to everything that you expect in, in a 1950s government agent. But she was drawn here because the Russians have, at least reportedly, have been flying over the Mexico border at night, spying on our country. We have a Cold War heating up. And so she has to find the truth of the matter. The truth is out there. It is. Oddly enough, the same report from a different source sounds like aliens landing out in the swamps. And so we cut over to Bronson Douglas riding into town on his motorcycle. Bronson is really a scourge of humanity. He's a radio host. He, popper, he pays his way um, through telling stories. Stories of the extreme. Stories of the unbelievable. You know, you haven't heard any stories about seeing Bigfoot lately. And I, I've got a little theory as to why. You know, uh, Bigfoot last sighted near Roswell, New Mexico, around the same continent anyway. Uh, he knew the truth about Area 51. And uh, I don't think the government liked that very much. So the aliens made Bigfoot disappear at the behest of the government. Bronson is here to see if there is any truth to this famed farmer's claim. And finally... We come across to Miss Betty Cleaver. She's your standard housewife in the 1950s. She's married to the sheriff of the town. It's amazing that this town even has any law enforcement. But she managed to find the best win. Unfortunately, she has to clean up all the messes. 
A woman's work is never done. Yes. And so we begin in the household of the Cleavers with <coughs> the sheriff, Nick Cleaver, yelling angrily at his wife, I can't believe I have to put up and have another meeting for this damn pompous windbag. The mayor's going for re-election again. Nobody even runs against him. We don't even have a damn courthouse. Just think of it as good practice, dear. For what? I mean, what if something was to happen? This keeps you on your toes and gets you ready. I took this job so that I wouldn't have to do a damn thing. I mean, but again, this gets you ready just in case. Let's calm down. Here's your martini. It will be fine. It'll go off without a hitch. You would have done a good job. Maybe they'll even recognize you and thank you. You know right, what, Doll? You're, you're right. I just, I am, I think I'm just going to have to go out there and listen to him one last time. I mean, your picture next to the mayor in City Hall. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Maybe. Well. Now, you need to go shave, make yourself presentable, look nice, drink the martini to calm down. Well, I have a meeting here shortly with the damn G-man that's come in. We're going to figure out what's going on here and get them out of my town. But I don't think the martini can hurt anything with that. Cool. That's right. This is the 1950s. Everything is <laughs> cured with alcohol and cigarettes. That's true. Yes. <laughs> and, and if that doesn't work, just get more. And so, a little bit later in the day, um, we find ourselves following um, Sheriff Nick Cleaver and meeting both Sonny... Um, I mean, I'm sorry, Samantha Delight. And... Sunny Delight. <laughs> <laughs> I was going for maximum pun, okay? Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, we find uh, Samantha Delight and Robert Clark meeting with the sheriff. Uh, Nick comes up to you. and he... You'd probably go up to, to Rob first, let's yes. be honest yes. here. <laughs> well, and, and that's just it. Is, uh, he, he meets you all at the pastor's house that you're staying at. Um, and... He walks up to Rob, shakes his hand, and he says, What brings you out to my neck of the woods? And he is completely ignoring you. Um, uh, a woman in a suit is like putting lipstick on a pig. It's foreign to him. He does not understand. Obviously, I'm the assistant. Yeah, and that's how he treats you, as window dressing, um, at best. And so he walks up, and he says... Well, what can I do for you, um, officer? And Bob, he kind of looks over at you and, and chuckles because you've encountered this exact kind of attitude before. And you're actually Bob's boss. <laughs> um, you are the lead agent here. Um, and so Bob just kind of looks over at you and he says, Well... Hi. <clears throat> His name is Nick. Yeah. Hi, Sheriff Cleaver. 
Um, I'm Agent Delight. This is Agent, um, shit. <laughs> His name's Agent Clark. Clark. Uh, Sorry, I'm, I'm blanking on names. Sorry. <laughs> this is my, this is my partner, Agent Clark. We were hoping you could maybe tell us a little bit about all these sightings that's, that's been happening around here. And he just, he, he looks at you and he's like, that's cute, dear. But seriously, um, what, what are you here for? And he, he is looking straight at Bob, like he is actively ignoring And sir, that is absolutely adorable how you keep doing that. But I am the one in charge here, and uh, I would appreciate can, it if Can you... you go get us a coffee? We're trying to actually get something done here. Oh, I see. Okay. And she will go make coffee. Uh, while, while you step away, Bob says, I really, really don't think you should have done that. Um, just word of professional opinion, Nick. Don't drink that coffee. Who said anything about drinking it? <laughs> what kind of shoes is the sheriff wearing? Uh, he is wearing your standard wingtip, just polished, uh, very nice. I mean, it's, it looks like he spends a lot of time taking care of these shoes. Because, <laughs> because I do. <laughs> How much are they worth? In advance? Yeah. I'm so sorry. Probably about $40. They're about to be worth a lot less. <laughs> oh, yes, they are. And so, uh, Bob, Bob kind of looks over at you, um, as you're walking away and he's like, Seriously, you you need to cut that shit out. Um, she will kill you with a smile on her face. Um, and the government will make your body disappear. So, my best advice to you, answer the lady's questions and be respectful, please. Nick's like, well, boy, I don't know how long you've been here, but we do things a little bit old style. And we really don't take well to somebody stepping into our investigation. And so they go back and forth for a little bit until uh, Miss Delight... I come back with three cups of coffee. One is done perfectly as Bob likes it, because I like Bob. Bob is nice. <laughs> one is how yeah. I like it, and the other one is straight black and steaming extra hot and is ending up on this guy's shoes. Oh, oh! Oh, God. Oh. Oh, oh no. Oh. I'm so sorry. Here, let me go get some napkins to clean that up with. Look here. You did that on purpose. Did I? I. Did I? I'm going to take care of you. That's adorable. Now, here, and, here. Here's some napkins to clean up that coffee. And he starts I'm, I am so sorry. I would help, but that would be inappropriate. He's cleaning off his legs. Well, fine. We've had some reports. Just whatever I gotta do to get you out of here fast as possible. You can you can go talk with that damn farmer. And what's his name? Thank you, sir. Uh I don't remember his name. He's uh And yet he's one of your community. And this place is so small you should know everyone by name. I do know everybody by name, Missy. It's Farmer Tate. He's just so damn crazy. He doesn't come into town very often. I don't like messing with his type. His type? 
Good day, ma'am. He stomps off in a huff and slams the door. Peels out and goes off. Now, uh, we're actually going to leave Miss Sunny Delight while she's having a good laugh with Bob at yet another... And apologizing to Bob for making that more difficult than it needed to be, but that guy was an asshole. Oh, no, no. He enjoys this. He has been through this routine multiple times with you, and invariably, the coffee might end up somewhere else, but uh, nobody believes that women can do an agent's job, especially as well as you have. So he he enjoys kind of popping the bubble of insecurity <laughs> that local law enforcement usually has. And I do it by being a cup of sunshine. Indeed. So we're actually going to cut over to Farmer Tate. Um, he is, he runs his own farm. His family's out there. He has about three kids. Um, he is African American. Um, mm. Yes, yes. Okay. And that kind of, those people. Yes, exactly. And so... I should have gone harder on the copy. He is, uh... He is actually watching the drive as a motorcycle pulls up. And, uh... He expects this gentleman. He didn't expect him today because you really don't know when exactly things are going to turn up. But he called into the radio line, told him about a tip, and and was told that somebody would come meet him. So it's not often that people drive out here, and you match the description, um, Bronson, that was given to him to be watching for. Pro- probably a good bit shorter than I said that I was, honestly. Uh, Bronson is not a tall man. He is under five foot tall. Uh, but, you know, he he wears a, a big leather jacket, uh, he uh, presents himself as much taller and bigger than he is. He does have some difficulty riding the motorcycle. Um, Clogs. Yes. But <laughs> it, he does have uh, some bigger boots on to uh, to make it work. And that's the thing. You don't really notice that he's short until you look at his boots. And you yeah. realize, oh, it's, it's, all, it's all there. Yeah. Yep. Um, so as you roar down the driveway and, and you pull up in, in front of him, he, he takes off his hat and he says, Are you with the radio? Yes, sir, I am. I'm Bronson Douglas, here to uncover the truth. <sighs> I love your program. It comes on. Oh, we only get it once a week, but man, it is the highlight of my week. Well, I've been trying to make it daily, but, uh, but you know, uh, big radio doesn't want to let the truth get out. I know. They have been keeping the truth down. And I just, whenever I saw what I saw, I knew I had to reach out to you. Well, you've done the right thing. Now, uh, what do you think of this? Uh, have you had any uh, unusual disturbances on your farm lately? Well, no, not on my farm. Um, but I swear the other night I saw a big light. And it came soaring across, just fast as could be. Mm-hmm. And, so. and it looked like it stopped. And, and then it looks like it landed out in the swamps. Mm. I, I, don't, I don't know where. I've been searching for it. Well, I'd recommend that you stay pretty far away. It could have been one of them flaming chupacabras. Oh, 
I remember you talking mm, about that's the right, episode chupacabra. 47. Yeah, good listener like you knows about flaming chupacabras. Oh, yeah, and their venomous teeth. I didn't think about that, sir. Mm-hmm. You've done the right thing now, uh, not going in that swamp. I knew, I knew I was right to call you. Well, uh, you know, I, I'm here, I'll uncover the truth, and uh, if you ask me, I'm pretty sure it's got something to do with either the, the communists or the or you know the aliens or you know communist aliens whatever it is I'll, I'll make sure to to uh, report the truth and let make sure that you uh, a fine citizen of this community are heard. Well, thank you. While you're here, your your family, uh, you can you can have dinner. I, I know the government works very hard to keep the truth down. They so- certainly do, and you know uh, the government. Claims they're in the Cold War with the communists. But you know what happens when two people get cold? They start huddling up for warmth. And that's what I think the government's doing with the communists. <laughs> well, I don't know about you, but I don't believe in no communists. We don't have any of them around here. Mm, it, walls have ears, my friend. I wish, wish what you were saying was absolutely true, but there's a communist lurking around every corner, up every tree, and down every chimney. Well, the mayor is going to be giving his speech later today about his re-election, if you're looking for communists, you might find one there. Mm. He is Smart. the government around here. Our great Senator McCarthy would be proud of you, citizen. Oh. Uh, and, and so uh, we find uh, Bronson Douglas with a lead to uh, the mayor's speech. Um, we find that Miss Betty Cleaver is also attending the speech uh, to support her dear, loving husband. Um, as the the G men are quote unquote G men, G them, uh, the G them, yes. <laughs> At, as the FBI agents are going around and asking questions, they find themselves drawn to the gathering of this speech as well. Mayor Finney, he is old government. He has a nice white suit, a nice little bow tie, and he is spewing the most vile rhetoric that we could hear today. He does not want people coming to his community. He does not appreciate that we have foreign government coming into our neighborhood. He does not appreciate that that media is coming to see what They want to see. And if you vote for him, you're voting for progress to remain the same. (laughs) And so the the town is eating this up. You you probably have about 60, 70 people hooping and hollering. Man, they are excited to hear this message of hope and enlightenment and bullshit. (laughs) So much bullshit. But... As y'all listen to this crap that's being spewed, something odd happens. 
Time seems to stop. I nod in the, uh, we're listening to trash sort of way. No. It's no. going on forever. Time literally seems to stop. But what really stands out to you is everything goes monochrome. Just like the TV. Yes, just like the TV. There is no color except for Miss Samantha Delight. She is in full color. You have Bronson over here who is in full color, radiant color. And Miss Betty Cleaver. Y'all find yourselves the only colored individuals here. And I, I mean that in color, <laughs> not color. Technicolor. <laughs> yes, the only technicolor. I walked right into that one. Yeah, My apologies, you did. folks. Um, y'all are live in technicolor. Y'all are able to move. But the rest of the world is frozen. God, I'm going to freeze right. <laughs> uh, Bronson's going to immediately like get down on the ground and start doing rolls through the crowd. Y'all see this odd man? Stands out, one, because he's moving, but this very short man starts rolling through I'm the crowd. I'm going to make my way over to Miss Cleaver, who looks like a sane person, <laughs> <laughs> as compared to uh, that. <laughs> Hello, ma'am. You're seeing this too, right? I mean, it kind of looks like nobody's moving. I just wanted to make sure. I, I mean, except for that little guy who's rolling around. Oh, alien communist! Do you know who that is? I'm sorry, dear, what? He, he's he's too far away to hear you. I have no idea who that man is. Neither do I. Uh, uh, hi, I'm, I'm Agent uh, Samantha Delight. Who are you? Oh, you met my husband today. I am so sorry about that, but he kind of deserved it. About what? What happened, dear? <laughs> the usual. Did he break something? No. That man is always, always breaking things. No. He thought I was the help. Ah. And would not believe my partner when he told him otherwise. Yes, yes. Uh, he, he... He was warned. I mean, he does believe that he runs everything. Again, I am so sorry, but... All right, what do you do now? And Bronson just pops up behind you. How come you missed me with your freeze ray? I'm I'm sorry, what? I've been waiting for this moment. I've been doing drills. Can't cage me. I won't be caged. Oh, dear. Nobody wants to cage you. You you are a man. That's right. I'm a man. This is your world. This is my world. That's right. It's our world. Okay. Then calm down. Here, would you like me to make you a martini? I, I have just a little toolkit, and out no, of my purse... No, thank you, ma'am. Uh, alcohol's tool of the devil and communists. Okay, uh, how about we start with this? Hi, I'm Agent Delight. What's your name? Uh, well, uh, Miss Agent, my name is uh, Bronson Douglas, man of the people. I host the, the Douglas oh, Truth I've Hour. Oh, I heard you on that, that music box the kids listen to. That's right, the radio. Oh, you're on that yeah, station, aren't yeah. you? You tell all sorts of stories. The kids love listening to you. Well, anything to help educate the children of tomorrow and uh, there are a future as long as we have a future. Stories are always good for kids. It helps with the imagination. 
Great time. Great well, this, time. Th- these are these stories are absolutely one hundred percent true. Oh, oh, I'll t- oh, I'll, I'll pretend. Yes, yes, they're true. Yes. This ain't like Santa Claus, you know. Santa Claus, man comes down the chimney and gives you just gives you things. That sounds like a bunch of communist hoo ha to me. When while this is going on, um, all of y'all, if y'all will give me a perception check, um, difficulty two. So that means you need a six or better. So, perception. <laughs> Please tell me you rolled better. We have two ones. I have a 19. And a 19. <laughs> oh, thank God. Excellent. Well, Miss Cleaver. Yes. Um, you actually pick up this odd feeling. Um... Everything is still monochrome around you, but in this crowd, you start to feel anger and hate, just like a wave rolling over you, Um, and it's coming around from these people that you've lived with day in and day out. Um, It feels unnatural. It is just nearly sickening how strong this is. And you feel not just this general wave, but you feel it emanating from each individual person near you. You two um, feel this same wave, but these are not people you know, and it is intensified. Um, Y'all will take two points of mental damage, um, as y'all, to your intellect, I should say, um, as y'all are just nauseated by this wave of hatred coming from each individual person. Um, This is a new sense for y'all. Y'all have never been able to tell this, but then everything hasn't been monochrome for you before either. Um, And with that wave of hatred, time unfreezes. And if we have these people coming to our community... We need to drive them out. We need to make... And uh, it's the same thing. He is, he is getting this crowd whipped up into uh, just a rage. Ah, uh, Mr. Brandon over there? Yeah, Bronson. Bronson, Bronson. Do you remember when you discussed on the radio sometime that the anger that people felt and they beat that black man... On the, on the TV and went to jail and you were all about how it was the government trying to get rid of people? Oh yes, that was episode 52. Okay. I'm feeling lots of anger from people that normally don't have anger right now. So I really truly believe that we need to kind of back up some. Oh, right. Just leave this to me, uh, this is the, They might beat somebody, and, and you might have another story, so you might want to kind of back up and, and, you know... With a 19 on that perception, um, you actually can see people are starting to kind of give them the side eye. And kind of you, too, because you're talking to these strangers. You're, yeah. You're getting the traitor look. So, so I think you two need to, like, make yourself scarce... Let me try to calm these people down. Where would a good place be to um, wait out 
this mess. How about you go sit yourselves at the diner and I will meet you there. That that sounds like a good plan. Yeah. Spending yeah. money usually calms people down. Okay, hurry. Hold silence. This mayor's a communist. That's nice. Let's at least get past it. We don't want to riot on our hands. Mr. Douglas, I will buy you a, a pile of flapjacks. Does that sound good? Oh, the only thing I like more than I hate communists is flapjacks. Okay. And as I'm gently escorting him to the diner, I'm going to reach for my radio and, like, Morse code a message to uh, Bob. Like, hey, yeah. heading to the diner, you may, you may want to slowly back out of this crowd. <laughs> Something's up. You don't receive a response. It's not really meant to get a response. Okay. I just mostly, I'm telling you where I'm going, and you might want to do this. <laughs> uh, well, um, the the diner that y'all are heading here uh, mm-hmm. towards is right this way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the diner name, right this way. <laughs> <laughs> Spell W-R-I-G-H-T? Correct, correct. Um, and so... Um, if y'all are trying to go over that way, uh, give me stealth, sneaking, like how did, how are y'all trying to make your way over there? Dodge rolls, um, I, I'm open to anything. Um, it's gonna be challenge one, so three or better. Four. <laughs> Ten! <laughs> Excellent. So, y'all are getting the side eye from the crowd, but it's only a couple of people, um, that are still monochromatic that are mm-hmm. kind of looking at you, mm-hmm. and y'all quickly made a make a beeline along the side uh, to the diner. Um, as y'all walk into the <laughs> diner, uh, a little bell jingles, um, and you see a bar with some red stools, um, and silver columns, mm-hmm. and a couple of tables. There's no booths. It is clearly a regular watering hole. They're not catering to many other people. And before you we know. get there, I'm going to take off my my suit jacket and like tuck it under my arm. Okay. So I look a little less standout-ish. Okay. Um, do you continue to have your badge in your jacket or is it obvious? Like, are, are, how, how are you? Dis- if it's displayed, it's probably going to be on my belt, but it's going to be under the jacket. Okay. As All it's right. draped open. So you're not obvious. You're trying no. to discuss the fact that you're... The, 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 the court... House, well, not courthouse one. The, the main lawn in, in this place has a bunch of angry people at, at strangers. I ain't gonna draw more attention than I have to. Okay. It's called survival. <laughs> also, as y'all walk in, y'all don't see anyone behind the counter. Mm-hmm. There is also a bell on the counter in addition to the bell that. Is there a sign about seating? No. No? No. Not even a wait to be seated or seat yourself? Nope. This ain't one of them fancy places. I mean, even the non-fancy places have usually have signs like, go sit yourself. We don't have time for you. Ding. No response. Hello? Ding. Anybody home? Ding. No response. Probably all at that kooky uh, communist rally. Might be. Um, how about we, we just take a seat somewhere and just, you know. You said your name was me. Agent? Actually, it's Samantha, but my title is Agent. Do you start carrying your <laughs> Great job sending me the federal <laughs> agent with the anti-agent or anti-government conspiracy theorist. Uh, 
I like it. <laughs> so it was a communist freeze ray, wasn't it? Um, if it is, it's not something I've heard. It's a new thing. Right, right. I'm just as clueless as you as what's going on right now. So the government's keeping even their own people in the dark. This must go all the way up to the top. Not just to the president, but to the shadow presidents. The shadow presidents, uh-huh. Uh, so while while they're having their fun little discussion... Up awkward. You're, you're still getting the side eye from, from some of your friends and quote-unquote friends. Um, and they're still monochromatic. Um, what are you doing, Miss Cleaver? So, so once the mayor is at least not yelling anymore, when there's a pause, yeah. I'm going to speak up and say, all right, folks, remember, remember, vote for the mayor and don't forget those tables of goodies I made. And I'm going to point over to this table of brownies and cookies and the jello sal- fruit salad. And... Oh, yeah, there's ev- everything's in jello right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How long were you cooking there's all that brownies sh- in the jello. Huh? Yeah, yeah. How long were you cooking all that stuff? Oh, all morning. Uh-huh. Always this morning. Yeah. Damn, girl. Uh, well, they, they you, you see some people, especially some gentlemen, um, start making their way over to the table. Most of them are still... Paying Staring attention. It. And in fact, the mayor's kind of upset at you. Like, he's giving you the stink eye because you're stepping in his limelight. All, everything over the table and little toothpicks and everything has the mayor's picture that says, vote for me. And I can't argue with that woman's message. But this brings me back to the point that women need to know their place. And that women can only support the men in this community. And, I mean, he goes, you gave him a new tirade to go off on. I'm going to bring out the little toolkit from my purse. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make this little small martini. Mm-hmm. Two of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to walk up there and real quick hand it to the mayor and the sheriff. The sheriff easily grabs it and <laughs> chugs it down. Uh, the, the mayor... He, he's even more just incensed at you. And the sheriff, seeing that the mayor isn't going to partake, go ahead, goes ahead and takes a, another another drink. Um, and I blow the sheriff a kiss and uh, take the glasses. and. When you blow him a kiss, um, you see his cheeks kind of start to rose up just a little bit. <laughs> um, it's the only color that you see that is not monochromatic in them. Hmm. Um, Interesting. And uh, he just, he kind of winks at you and says, go away, doll. Of course, dear. And so. And so I'm going to start heading off to the diner. Okay. After a bit of time, Miss Cleaver makes her way back to the diner and uh, sees the table that y'all are. Miss Sunny is just. Smiling away. And there's a tiny bit of relief when she walks in. <laughs> that pot pips up in her eye, in Sunny's eyes like, oh, thank God. But yes, you, you very much tell as you walk in that this smile is a pasted on like, I can't believe this nut. Oh, oh, thank God you're here. 
So it's I'm like... automatically going to walk behind the counter because I know the owners and, mm-hmm. and grab my little apron from under the counter and put it on and say, so what, what can I get you guys? Do you want to drink some food? There is a full-fledged, like, I've taken napkins and just, like, stuck them to the wall, making a little chart of, like, Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, Area 51. Uh, the ketchup and chemicals. makes You know great... what chemicals they're putting in the cigarettes? Uh, just, like, all this stuff that is all like traced back together don't ask where i got the string from uh, you probably made it out the napkins yeah and, and uh and then i've got it all pointing like like question mark uh mayor equals communist question mark so uh, you see this great in detail uh web map at waist height um it, it's really fantastic that, that is a lovely science project, and I bet the teacher would love to see that. Well, I'm self-taught, ma'am. Oh, oh, that's, that's, yep, I can see that. Can't trust the public education so, system. I mean. He, he did say he liked flapjacks. Okay, so pancakes, I can do that. Uh-huh, and what, what would you like? Can you get me an egg, an egg sandwich? Yes, egg? absolutely. Would you like some coffee? There's coffee already made. Yes, please. I would like to point out that for all of his kooky, like, anti-government views, Brunson Douglas is not, like, uh, even though he, uh, there's an undeniable uh, streak in him, he is not a complete shitheel, so he has, like, no expectation of these women waiting on him head and foot. Noted. That's uh, kind of her default, though. Yeah. Um, she's... So he's a little bit flummoxed because he usually makes his own food. Yeah. Oh, so I'm going to start making the food. And, and I'm pretty quick at it. because The you grill know. is actually back around. Mm-hmm. Um, I figured. So whenever you walk back there, you actually see... Um, sorry. Kooky, the kook. Uh, wait, that's <laughs> me. Franklin. Um, you see Franklin Wright um, sprawled out in front of the grill. Um, passed out. Oh, Did dear. not look like he fell... Gracefully, I'm gonna kind of bend down and hey, Fra- Franklin, are you are you okay? Are you okay? And kind of tap his cheek and nothing. Nothing. Okay, and I'm gonna go over to the sink and get a little cup of water and throw it on his head. Uh, uh, what the what the hell? I don't know what happened to you, dear. Have you not been eating right? Why don't you sit down over here and let me make you something to eat, okay? I'm going to make some flapjacks and some egg, sal- egg sandwich. Would you like one? Yes, yes. Okay, please. go go sit down. Go sit down. Something happened. Let me get your sugar up. Okay, so y'all see Franklin, right? He is uh, pretty tall. Um... Immediate dislike. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy set man with a uh, a very greasy apron. Um, is he monochrome? Yes, he is monochrome. Um, and he comes out and he sits down beside you with a head in the hands. And he says, Welcome to Right This Way. I'll be right with you. And I'm going to yell out from the back and say, That's Franklin, guys! I'm going to make him something to eat. He probably just passed out from low sugar. Oh, sir, are you okay? Can I get you some water or something? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. 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 okay. Water. Water would be great. Okay, I'll go. I'll go grab one for you. So. Sh- you gotta be careful with the water in these public utilities. Could be full of all sorts of nasty things. 
I'll be very careful, Mr. Douglas. And Sonia will go run and get, get this guy some water. <laughs> okay. So And draw some shades because that might be not good for a headache. Yeah. He he, he responds decently well. Um, he starts drinking the water. and It takes, you know, 20, 30 minutes and he starts per- perking up. But she's got breakfast coming <laughs> and... and Within about 30 minutes... Um, and Bronson's probably on full rant mode. Yeah. <laughs> you still haven't heard from Bob yet. Um, but Franklin starts coming around. And about 20, 30 minutes later, um, she's done cooking. Y'all have a feast spread before you. What, what all did you make? Oh, you know, flapjacks, bacon, sausage... Eggs over easy, in case you wanted them with your flapjacks. Egg sandwich, and some fries, and... Just made a breakfast buffet. Yeah. Basically. Kind of brunch. Just in case. Wow! As she comes out, and she's setting this food down, and he's starting to perk up, Mm -hmm. um, you start noticing a a bit of color in his face. It's not much, um, but you're starting to see that he was uh, kind of... Hispanic colored man, um, so like lightly tanned. You don't know exactly what his. Uh, he's he looks like he's he works he's worked was. out in the sun. I watched. Yes, yes. Um, and so, but you you notice some some browns in amidst of the black and white and gray. Well, I'll be. I think you may have just stumbled on the cure of a of this. Dead gum communist freeze ray. It's uh, it's either the water or the food. This must be that good wholesome American food, not I that. I mean, <laughs> I I I kissed my husband on the stage up there, and he got a little rosy cheeks red. Y'all give well, me a perception, if y'all will. Well, ma'am, if you kiss me on the cheeks, I'd be red too. You need six <laughs> or better. Nine. Five. Four. <laughs> These the strangers have no fucking clue what's yeah, going on here. Yeah, correct. Um, so again, um, as you walk out and you're setting this down, and there's some some color showing up in his cheeks, that wave of hate that you felt outside, you're feeling it roll off of Franklin as well, um, and he's just now coming around, and and it it just nearly overwhelming y'all get a distinct sense of discomfort but you think that maybe that's from him getting hit over the head or or passing out from low blood sugar whatever it is you'll know that something doesn't feel quite right (coughs) pun intended Um, (laughs) there are so many puns to be made yes on this guy's name i think you might be mr right (laughs) you're wrong that's his dad. <laughs> so, so Franklin, dear, what what were you doing before you you passed out? Do you remember? I was cooking. I mean, yes, you cook so well. We all enjoy your food. No, I was cooking for Jay. Jay Tucker. This Mister Jay Tucker has he ever expressed any uh, communist leanings? No. Ever said anything bad about our great Senator McCarthy? He would never support communism because he is so damn fat, 
he eats what three to four people would eat. Mm, good he could American not support values. communism. <laughs> I like him already. Uh, and and did you I see Frank? Did you see Jay leave? No, no. He kept ordering more and more food, and I made him more, and he kept ordering more, and I made him more until I passed the hell out. Pardon the language. I don't even know if he paid. He clearly didn't. He's not around here right now. So how about I watch the diner for you for a few minutes, and you go out to the rally out there and see if you can find him. Get your money. Oh, that's a good idea. Well, I'd be careful. They're all worked up out there. These are my people. I, I don't know you. I know my town. So thank you. Did you know that your mayor is a communist? So, so Franklin, how about, how about you go go see if you can find them. Get your money. I'll, I'll watch the diner. Calm down and don't pay attention to them over there. I'll get rid of them, but I'll make sure they pay first. You better and charge them twice ah, for that, the inconvenience. That's, that's very anti-communist of you, sir. So, so and I'm going to try to, you know, scoot him. Out the door. Alright. He he gives y'all one last suspicious glance. And... As he's walking, as he's giving us the stink eye, I'm going to pay for the food. <laughs> Very obviously. Be sure to count that. I'll be back. And he walks out of the, the store and you well, hear a little ding. Well, isn't he a treat? I don't know. I got the same feeling from him that I did the crowd out there. Something is going on. I've never felt this much hate from this town. You do know that Jay, or, or that uh, Mr. Wright is uh, generally very, very friendly. Yeah. Um, just, 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 since I don't, I'm not around here, is that usually what the, the stuff that that mayor spews? Um, I'm one of these? Yes. No, now he is very... Cause we'll say old fashioned. Cause that's a lot of hate. <laughs> but yes. now look, I don't. I'm not a big fan of the newfangled, uh, uh, newfangled, you know, touchy feely things. But you know, <coughs> uh, any man that would that would uh, stand up there and say such disgusting things without trying to hide it through a shin veneer of human decency, well, that sounds like a communist to me. Don't know about the communist portion. But, but we get what you're you're getting at, Mr. Douglas. He, Pat, Pat. Uh, he he is well to be frank, he is not a nice man. So we really wish somebody would run against him, but nobody has. You know, our little town is just a nice quiet place that we get people in every now and then franklin usually feeds those that can't even afford it so this is very odd why don't uh why doesn't the sheriff run against him <laughs> i love my husband he is a great and wonderful man he does not have the ambition to be mayor well, that settles it. Then we clearly need a new leadership in this place. Uh, but, but you know, it can't be me because then I'd become the very enemy I swore to, to protect the world against. So uh, we need to find someone that that's already in the government. But, but dear, you can you can 
use this town to your advantage. We see all sorts of lights, and just think, if you were mayor here, you could have everybody looking for the lights and going out and trying to find Bigfoot. Isn't that what you say? Bigfoot is gone, right? Aliens see? took him. See? If you ran this town, you could have everybody here at your I disposal. Bigfoot. My God. Yes. And you never know what goes on in a little Texas town. All right, that's it. I'm declaring my candidacy. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to show that mayor who really is the boss. And it's not him. It's me. Sonny's going to lean into Miss Cleaver. He's like, I think you should run for assistant mayor so you can keep an at leash on that. Oh, oh no, no, dear. No. I, I'm behind the scenes. That's what I meant by assistant mayor. I, mm. I, I want Bronson to go out there and just start like yelling <laughs> at the top of his lungs about how, what a piece of shit the mayor is and how you know he's been he's been holding his, the people of this town under his thumb for so long, and that uh, he and that the mayor's in, complicit in a conspiracy and, and oh 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 dear uh, yeah though although if he wasn't so completely off his rocker he does have a very brilliant mind for putting things together. Because this is impressive. <laughs> True, but I think the town is probably going to maybe attack him. So give me a public speaking role. I am trained in those. Should, um, should we this, go save him? This is going to be difficult, so you need 12 or better. Okay, uh, what can I spend? Um, you can spend uh, intellect um, okay. is the pool you would spend. I'll go ahead and spend some for that. Let me see. You can spend up to one, I think. Yeah, because so that'll make it a nine. One effort. And you said you're trained in there, right? So that would ease it if you're trained. If you're yes, I am trained. It, it would... So that would make it a six. Okay. <coughs> Nineteen. Okay. Nice. Um, so you come out of this diner. Uh, you're taking off your jacket at this time. You're fired up. And, man, you bring the milk crate over, and you set it down, and you stand on top of it so that people can <laughs> see you, and you are on your soapbox, quite literally. Um, <laughs> now, most people are just like, look at this little guy. He's hilarious. Um, but you notice a guy in a uniform that says Driscoll's. Um, he's nodding along. He's like, yeah. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, mayor, he's a fucking idiot. That's right, he's an idiot. And uh, so you you get a couple of couple of outliers that are actually listening to to your spiel. Um, for the most part, the uh, the town is already in a frenzy for uh, the mayor. So with that. Um, we're actually going to call this the end to our first episode of this as uh, our conspiracy theorist whips up the town against the mayor to mixed effects. So thank you for joining us on this uh, emergency episode of the Average Adventuring Party. Uh, do y'all have any call-outs or uh, comments that y'all want to add before we move on? Gary, uh, I'll see you in hell. <laughs> Gary out of hell. Uh, it'll it'll be the next next installment. <laughs> it'll be okay, um, but we mainly come to it for Gary, you know. Um.
Just uh, so everyone knows, Gary is is still alive. He's sitting right here with us. He's making yes. these he faces. Has, yes, he Gary. has absolutely no voice. Yes, Gary. Please tell them that you're okay. I am okay. <laughs> I actually have his entire channel muted so that he can sit and relax and not have to worry about uh, not worry about getting picked up by the audio. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's all of our story. For, for legal reasons. Anyway, thank you for joining us, guys. We will see you on the next episode of Average Adventuring Party Podcast. The aliens took Bigfoot! <laughs> God! <laughs>